0: Hey, welcome to Doggy Be Good. Good day, folks. Uh, It's Doggy Be Good again. This is Dennis Lee, and I'm with...
1: Hi, it's Mike DeMarco again.
0: And we have a show devoted to feedback from one particular listener who sent us a message about... Uh, her pet. And there's actually two parts to her question. One part about uh, aging pets. And apparently Ryan had a cat that had been healthy until the pet had to go through some dental surgery and had to go through anesthesia. And because of the anesthesia, somehow the pet's balance was just falling apart and eventually passed away. That was her first question. Uh, so let's t- cover that, uh, Michael. Let's okay. See. First,
1: I want to say hello, Ryan in Germany. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. Um, we did get your email uh, regarding your 17-year-old cat. Um, did she give us the name of the cat?
0: Um, uh, Emily is the name Emily, of the cat.
1: Emily, yes. I have it written right here. Yeah. Emily, 17-year-old cat. Mm-hmm. Well... First off, Ryan, I, I, I'm so sorry about the loss of your pet. I, I know how devastating it is. It doesn't matter how old they are. And right. it's just it's just a horrible, horrible loss. And I, I do give you my condolences um, for Emily. But I just want right. you to know that, you know, it sounds like you're feeling a little guilty, um, you know, that you might have some regret with the whole dental cleaning thing. Now, a, a, a 17-year-old animal is... You know, it, that's a ripe old age for for a cat. Um, You know, there's no there's no there's no way of you knowing whether or not a dental cleaning or the anesthesia is what you know really caused the issues. I mean, I I know that in your email you had said that she, her health was pretty good until then. Right. Um, so you know, it, it may seem that you know it, it was the anesthesia, but the truth of the matter is is that you know you, you can't really please don't beat yourself up over it because at seventeen years old animals do go into you know renal failure kidney failure heart failure really quickly mm. um it's not something at that age that you know it, it could it could be something that does take a long time, but it could also be something that happens you know almost immediately um Unfortunately, when they reach an age you know ripe old age of seventeen their bodies their bodies are extremely frail um mm. And you know that that that's something that you have to take into consideration. You know, I'm not saying that it wasn't the anesthesia. Yeah, that may have helped. You know, or may have you know
0: tipped it over. Tipped it over.
1: Yeah. But there's really no way you could ever know that. It, you, this may have happened even if you didn't get the cat's teeth done. So please, you know, I, I know it's it's devastating and it's upsetting, but there's no one thing that could have you know caused an animal to go into you know, failure the way, you know, you had described in your email. It could have been something that was just going to happen. And unfortunately, it happened right after you had her teeth cleaned. You know, it might have made made you feel a little less, you know, upset or a little more at ease if it happened before the teeth cleaning. But there's nothing to say that that's what caused it or that's what did it. Usually when you have a vet, I mean, I know none of my vets would ever even suggest cleaning a cat's teeth at the age of 17. So... (laughs) You know, you might want to consider you know what vet you're using, but uh, you know it's that's a little that's a little little old to be doing worrying about a cat's teeth, um, you know, unless of course they were in real bad shape and had to be pulled or something like that. Right. But just for a dental cleaning at 17 years old, we would never recommend a client to do that, and I know that none of my vets would ever, you know, go ahead and do that.
0: Um, Why not though? Because of the fragility of their yeah okay. yeah.
1: I mean, 17 years a 17 year old animal is, is you know, it's it's a very very high risk oh, okay. of of you know surgery or any kind of anesthesia. It's very high risk at oh, that okay. age. You know, we start to get concerned, Dennis. Usually, <clears throat> when it comes to dogs, yeah. we start to get concerned when a dog is twelve years old right. and older about anesthesia. Right. Um, you know, even sometimes depending on the dog's health, even sometimes on you know, the age of ten and you know, right. might you know be of concern. But definitely, of twelve and older, right. you know, when it comes to a dog, but you know, a cat. You know, I I would say a cat about you know twelve thirteen years old. Again, you want to really really be careful of what what you're doing, you know, anesthetically because, you know, putting a dog or a cat under is it 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 really takes a lot out of them.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> um, and just to join in, I remember that last one of the last shows we did on pet insurance. I we noticed during the interviewing of the representative, she told us that they were only offering continuing coverage. Um, you know the extra care, only if the pet was between eight months and eight years old, right. or eight yes. and a half years. Old. Yep. They kind of cut off of eight and a half. Yep. They, they wouldn't mean, cover that beyond that. Well, and I guess the reason, it's the elderly the insurance, animals. Yeah, you know? the insurance company realized that the expenses hike up tremendously after a yep. certain age, so, so they wouldn't even offer continuing uh, coverage there. But you uh, know, for special conditions,
1: it's 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 really Ryan. I, again, my heart goes out to you, but I have to tell you, and I believe this with all my heart, and like I said in many of our, our podcasts, I do nothing else but animals. This is what I do. This is all I do. And I can tell you right now from my experience of over 17, 18 years that an animal of 17 years old only lived that old because they loved their life. Yeah. And the only reason they loved their life is because you gave them a life to love. Yeah. So kudos to you because you know that's a that's a really old age that's a really happy animal who really wanted to stick around because she absolutely loved her life and you did that for her so good that's for you good to know good for you and, um, um, and so part two yeah oh, oh do you before, have anything else
0: uh, just to finish up on that uh, Ryan also wanted to know that for aging pets in general, are there any dietary supplements and um things doing with diet in general that uh, you could recommend for well, aging pets? I mean,
1: listen, we always tell our clients that it starts when they're young. If you feed your animal healthy when they're young, it, it, it'll, you know, transcend over to their older age. You know, they'll, they'll age more gracefully on, on a normal, you know, I mean, not every dog, every animal, but, it, they, you know, they'll age more gracefully if you take care of them and give them healthier stuff when they're young into their older age. Uh, but as far as an older animal goes, you know, they do have some dogs that slow down, some cats slow down. They do have weight control. Weight is a big thing. Okay. You know, you want to keep your animal so that they're not so overweight. Yeah. That's you true. You know, we get dogs that come in here, they're like 120, 130 pounds. And it, it come, they come in here like, a, like, they look like a barrel with legs, oh, you know, shit. and you just know, <laughs> you know, that the dog's not going to age gracefully. No. So, I mean, as far as dietary, dietary supplements go, you know vitamins never hurt um you know I, the things i wouldn't do is i wouldn't be giving my elderly dog a lot of table scraps i wouldn't be giving them a lot of fat a lot okay. of you know raw rawhide stay away from raw rawhide stay away from bully sticks those things are just they're horrendous oh, okay they're really not good for your animal um you know a lot of things we tell our clients to give us as treats are carrots dogs love carrots oh yeah they yeah. really do they love carrots good. yeah um, and to stay with the healthier treats, you know, stay with things that, you know, don't carry BHA. Um, and that's in one of our other podcasts too. Yeah, BHA yeah. is used as a preservative of a lot of different, uh, foods and treats like sausages, pepperonis, uh, begging strips. You'll see on the back, it's preserved at BHA. It's a carcinogenic and oh, it's, it's horrendous after prolonged use. So stay away from that kind of stuff and just try and feed your dog the healthiest you can, you know, give him, you, know, it, you know, the better the food, the better the, the health will be. Um, you know, but that's not to say because not everybody can afford food is so expensive. Dennis, can you believe how much they charge for some dog foods? Oh yeah. It's insane. It
0: is. It's It's crazy.
1: So do the best you can, you know, you do the best you can. But you know, the overall happiness of a pet is going to be how you treat them and how they live their life. And clearly Emily had a great life. Yeah. Very, really. Um, so what was part two now? Part
0: two. Now, uh, Ryan has now a new pet, a new entry, it's a uh, dog, uh, Shibu Inu, by the name of Koji,
1: Koji. and
0: a young pup, but apparently it's not an easy breed (coughs) to handle, apparently, and she wanted to know what are some piece of advice, because of uh, the aggressive behavior of the dog, as well as whether or not to do uh, fixing before puberty and all that.
1: All right. Yeah. Well according to what I have put in front of me here Koji's a three month old something like
0: that. Um, yeah past the three month mark yeah okay he passed that
1: and what, what kind of dog was Koji
0: um, it's a shi- Shiba Inu Sh- yeah that's uh, correct
1: a Shiba Inu oh I love them looks I'm, like a fox yeah my mother has one oh yeah yeah, okay. they're fantastic dogs they're, they're little dogs with big personalities
0: yeah apparently that's and, what Ryan's saying you know, they're great <laughs> very impressive. Um,
1: now at three months old Ryan I'm, are, you, are you sure first of all my question would be is it is it is it actually dominance and and aggression that your dog is showing, or is your dog just being you know the over playful puppy that they usually are? Hmm. Um, I, I wish that uh, you lived closer; I could probably come help you. But <laughs> I think that uh, trip to Germany might take a little time off. And, uh, <laughs> not that I wouldn't come because I'd love to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so, I mean, basically, I, I, you now according to your email, you're you're working with a trainer. Is that correct? I, I think s- so. Yes, She's working with a We're trainer, trainer right? And you're trying to take over the alpha role and, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I I really wouldn't know, you know, how to advise you because I'd have to know a little bit more about what's going on with your dog and what your current trainer is doing. We actually specialize in, um, you know, de-aggression work and we we work with a lot of very overly aggressive dogs Mm -hmm. and we work with a lot of dominant dogs. Uh, Crate training is extremely important when working with a dominant animal. Uh, not only is it important, but it also teaches your dog their place in their in your home. Mm-hmm. Um, as you know, dogs are territorial creatures and need to basically have, you know, an area that they feel is theirs. And if they start to feel that way about your house, they're going to start to really show different types of behavior that are not too uh, pleasant. <laughs> um, they have to know that the house is yours, that everything in the house is yours, and that they are, you know... Living in your house and under your rules, uh, crate training is a great way and an effective way of, 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 you know, portraying this understanding to your dog. Um, you
0: mean, know, putting, putting the dog in a crate in certain they hours. Sleep, they sleep in a crate oh, when you I go see. to bed.
1: When you're not home, they stay in their crate. Uh, um, usually, at first, they'll be upset about it, and right. then within a week or so, they start to, you know, calm down. And then by the end of the month, they love their crate. I oh. mean. They, they, it just becomes their place, okay. their spot,
0: their territory, their ter-
1: Exactly, Got their it. territory. Um, all dogs are dominant creatures; some more dominant than others, and you know they do display dominance in different ways. Um, as a three-month-old puppy, though, your dog will start to learn, you know, a better way of, of of showing dominance to other dogs. Usually, at three months, they come charging at each other, mouths open like maniacs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just puppy behavior. Um so you know, uh, I, I would like to give you more information, but I need to know a little bit more about what's going on and what's happening with your trainer. Um, you know, you're welcome to email us or call me uh directly. I can give you the number, but it like again, it's a <laughs> long distance. I don't know if you have long distance. You can probably
0: email us or leave us comments. Yeah, you can leave us comments.
1: But again, if you want to contact us, you're welcome to do so. 718 746 1979. You can give us a call. Again, you can just email us through the uh, the way you did before and we'll answer any questions that you have. Um, and, and as far as oh, neutering, she wants to know about neutering. You For, know. Yeah, Spanning before neutering. puberty, right. right. Mm-hmm. We usually recommend to our clients never to spay a neuter before six months, um, especially when it comes to large breed dogs. We usually ask them to wait a little longer, but six months is really the cutoff where we would say, you know, you can spay a neuter your dog. Um, I would never neuter or spay a dog before six months, hmm. um, only because they need everything, you know, during that critical period of growth, oh, oh, uh, especially when their joints are developing and their back is, you know, their spine is developing. and. Oh, okay. Uh, also, keep in mind that uh, you know you, you want to be careful when taking your dog to play with other dogs that no one jumps on his back or no one falls on his back because you don't want to slip any discs. The dog's spine usually doesn't fuse uh, to a solid state till they're into their six month. Um, actually, sometimes it's only longer than that, so six months to a year. So you want to make sure that no one steps or jumps on your dog's back, like a bigger dog or something like that, because you might, it can very very easily hurt their back. Well, okay. Um, but six months is definitely where I would tell you, Ryan, to uh, to wait for. Um, okay. Is there any other part of that? that I think we, that's that it so far. Uh,
0: that's just from that one uh, message. She may have other emails that she probably will send us later on. Awesome. We look forward yeah. to hearing
1: you, Ryan, in Germany. Thank <laughs> you so much. I really do hope I answered your questions to the best of my ability and you know to the satisfaction of your your um, request. Yeah, that's so, right.
0: Thanks, Ryan, for the uh, input and the the feedback as well. So, uh, and we'll continue next time. All right. And on that note, uh, we're done with this show. Uh, Until the next time, guys. Talk to you guys later. Bye bye. Bye now.